and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with the Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today, and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 4, Getting Comfortable with Infinity, with Optional Meditation. Today, I'd like to try something a little different. We'll still follow our format, but I'd like to add a meditation in the application part of this episode. If you listen to the meditation, please do so when you can be in a comfortable place, free of distractions. I would like to advise against listening to this episode while driving or operating heavy machinery. Okay, let's get on with it. The fourth verse. The Tao is empty but inexhaustible, bottomless, the ancestor of it all. Within it, the sharp edges become smooth, the twisted knots loosen. The sun is softened by a cloud, the dust settles into place. It is hidden but always present. I do not know who gave birth to it. It seems to be the common ancestor of all. That's verse 4 of the Tao Te Ching, taken from Dr. Wayne Dyer's book, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, copyrighted in 2007 and published by Hayes House Incorporated. Next, let's break it down. This verse has three parts to it, and we'll take each part one idea at a time. The first part talks about the Tao being empty but inexhaustible, bottomless, and the ancestor of its all. So in other words, we're talking about infinity. Part two talks about what happens to things inside of infinity, if there is such a thing. It says, within it, the sharp edges become smooth, the twisted knots loosen, the sun is softened by a cloud, and the dust settles into place. We'll discuss what this means uh, a little later, but for now, 
we are basically just saying the effect that infinity has on things. It basically undoes that which has done itself. <laughs> um, so when we're talking about the sharp edges becoming smooth, that means that um, the sharp aspects of my personality stop to matter so much. The knots that I twist my gut into, those kind of loosen inside of infinity. And the same holds true for the sun softening by a cloud and the dust settles into place. It's really kind of a metaphor for... I mean, we're talking about things on the the meta scale, um, but we're also talking about things on the personal scale. So that's part two. Now, part three says that it's hidden, but always present. I don't know who gave birth to it, and it seems to be the con- common ancestor of all. So we're talking about the source from which we all originate. And we're acknowledging in part three that it is hidden, but always present. So to wrap up those parts, let's remember that verse four has three of them. Part one talks about just infinity. (laughs) Part two says what happens to things in infinity. And part three says that infinity is hidden, but it's always present. So let's go ahead and put that back together again. I'll read verse 4 one more time. The Tao is empty, but inexhaustible, bottomless, the ancestor of it all. Within it, the sharp edges become smooth, the twisted knots loosen, the sun is softened by a cloud, the dust settles into place. It is hidden, but always present. I do not know who gave birth to it. It seems to be the common ancestor of all. Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considering getting comfortable with infinity. The first thing that I thought about was infinity. (laughs) There's a space element to infinity and a time element that I like to talk about. The second thing is what happens to things in infinity. And the third thing that we'll look at is observing infinity. So let's jump in. And considering infinity, the good news is that infinity is not that difficult of a concept to think about, mainly because we already just know what it is. Otherwise, we wouldn't be aware of it. My job here is to introduce the aspects of infinity that have helped me in my journey. So let's talk about space. Infinity is easy to think about in terms of math. All I need to do is start counting and never stop. There are enough numbers to keep me going, well, forever. (laughs) That's okay, I can get that. But the next question is, well, how can I think of infinity beyond abstractions? I usually like to think of the very big... And then the very small. So the very big, as far as my mind will currently go, is the universe and maybe a little bit beyond if I stretch it. To me, infinite space means no end. And that's the concept of infinite space. It's pretty simple. I feel like the real magic comes when I can get quiet and contemplate infinity for a little while, which is what we'll do in the practical application part of this episode. Now let's look at time as an aspect of of infinity. 
Once again, with math, all I need to do is start counting and the amount of time it takes will last as long as it needs to. So it seems to me that time is infinite as well. Let's introduce a bit of a twist though. If time is infinite, that means that there is no beginning and no end. It stretches out forever. (laughs) But how do we fathom this? Well, it's easy actually. The only thing we need to do is meet time where it actually exists in the right now. This moment is the only one of which I can be sure. But here's the thing. I can't experience the past and the future. I can only remember it or project it. The only time I can experience is in this moment. I don't live in the past or the future. I only live in the now. So if I can be aware of the present, I find myself in the right circumstance to experience the Tao because the now is the only time the Tao is. So that's the concept of infinite time. The implication here is that I'd like to point out that if there is an infinite amount of time, but in order to experience time, I have to break it up into little chunks that represent seconds, minutes, and hours, I'm trying to measure the immeasurable. So in a sense, since time is infinite, it has no beginning and end, and therefore, time does not exist. We create it for convenience. So why should I take the past and the future so seriously then? Can't I just live presently in the Tao? That's the first part of considering infinity. Now let's look at what happens when things find themselves inside infinity. Infinity turns out to actually just level all of the things. Lao Tzu says that within infinity, the sharp edges become smooth, the twisted knots loosen, the sun is softened by a cloud, and the dust settles into place. Put another way, from the Charles Johnston translation this time, not the actual translation, but in the commentary, Charles Johnston says, When the life and the light of infinity take up their dwelling in the heart, made empty of desires, impetuous desire is stilled. The bonds of attachment to the things of desire are loosened. The captive heart is made free. So if I can perceive infinity all around me, I can realize that it's within me as well. And that's where I can stop causing my own suffering by limiting myself to a finite perspective. I can smooth my own sharp edges. I can loosen my own twisted knots. I can soften my hardness and brightness with a cloud and I can settle my dust. Let's move on to the third part of my experience with this verse today, observing infinity. In observing infinity, I can sense that it's always there, but I can't see it, touch it, smell it, hear it, or feel it. But that doesn't mean that it's not observable though. What we can do is notice the material world's reciprocal, that of non-being, quite easily. So, looking for the hidden meaning in things, that's the Tao. 
Listening to the no sounds between the sounds? That's the Tao. Becoming aware of the things that don't touch me? That's the Tao too. So just like in verse 2, where we talked about using opposites to define each other, we can do the same with observance of the Tao. Give attention over to what is, and then for a moment, switch your attention to its opposite. It's in the act of paying attention to both things at once that we can experience the infinite Tao for a moment. So to wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering getting comfortable with infinity, I thought about three things. Number one, two aspects of infinity, space and time. Number two, what happens to things in infinity and how that applies to me inside. And number three, observing infinity. For the final piece of this episode, let's consider how we can apply the principle of getting comfortable with infinity in this verse today by doing an optional guided meditation. If meditation is not your thing, no worries. You can close this episode out and rest assured that by acknowledging and contemplating infinity for a while, you can experience the peace of the Tao. Peace be with you. If you're still with us, I'd like you to get comfortable. Again, you shouldn't be driving or operating anything that demands your full attention. You can be sitting or lying down, whatever feels good to you. We'll go ahead and start the meditation now. We can begin by closing our eyes. Take a moment to breathe in and breathe out. Feel the breath entering your lungs and leaving them. Take a moment to observe how your breath gently tickles the edges of your nostrils. If you find that your thoughts are busy, racing, that's okay. Just allow them to do their things. You don't need them to stop. They're just byproducts of your healthy brain. If you'd like, you can imagine yourself in a boat watching the clouds pass by. Allow the clouds to represent your thoughts and just let them slide past. Let's do another breath now, in and out. Let's set our intention for this meditation. We'll request that the universe reveal a piece of itself to us as we spend some quiet time with it. Think of your hands now. Just feel them. Maybe you can feel the beating of your heart. Maybe you can feel the muscles in your legs or your feet. Now, pretend that you're looking at yourself, just observing yourself meditating. That's good. 
You're doing great. Now let's imagine we're in an elevator. And let's rise a little so we are looking at ourselves from above. Let's move a little higher and see the things around us. Maybe we're looking at a room full of stuff. <laughs> let's move a little higher now and see the building we might be in or the park we're in. We can see other people now, other buildings, other things. Let's move a little higher and see what we might if we're looking at a map or a satellite image. Yes, that's good. Let's move up higher until we can see the earth, this beautiful blue color surrounded by an expanse of black nothingness. And we're moving farther away now, towards the moon. That's been a lot of space now, hasn't it? Let's go further. Let's move on to the planets and maybe even push a little further so we're at the edge of our solar system. Now the earth is just a speck of dust and the sun is a tiny pinpoint. We're outside just our solar system now on the edge of our galaxy. We can see the whole thing just going on and on. We look toward the other pinpricks in our vision and realize that we're not seeing individual stars, but other galaxies now. As we look around, we see space stretching out further, much further than our eyes can see. And we can know that after all this distance, we still haven't reached anything like the edge. Just like the numbers we talked about in the beginning of this episode, it keeps going and going and going. Let's zoom back into our galaxy. And let's zoom back into the outer planets. Now the inner planets. The moon. And now Earth. Let's come back down from the sky. Into our surroundings. And now back into our bodies. Notice how we can feel our fingers, our toes, and our heartbeats. I'd like you to consider your heartbeat. It's there, doing its thing. It's a part of you, about the size of your fist. 
Your heart is made up of muscle fibers, smaller than your heart itself. And those fibers are made up of cells. We're going into the really small now. The cells you have are made up of molecules. And those molecules are made up of atoms. Now, our atoms are made up of electrons orbiting around the nucleus, just like our solar system and just like our galaxy. And those are made up of some atomic particles. We can go smaller still, but let's just rest here for a moment in the very small. Now, let's zoom out to our atoms, and now to our molecules, and now to our cells. Let's move out to those muscle fibers and to our heart, our heart that hasn't stopped beating once since we started considering these things. Now let's move back to ourselves. We can feel our fingers and our toes. Now, I'd like you to consider a couple of things with me. I'm going to ask a few questions. Can I now realize that if there is no beginning and no end, I am always in the middle of infinity? And if I'm always in the middle of infinity, can I never be in the middle as well, since there is no middle? Can I see others inside infinity with me? Can I realize that since we are together, we're actually the same things all inside infinity together? Inside infinity, doesn't it seem silly that I try to separate myself from others, from time, from space? Doesn't it seem silly to start drawing boundaries such as judgments? How about physical boundaries, like fences? Why should I separate myself? Can I picture the concept of money? What is money inside of infinity but a small idea? I can see it moving, flowing between people effortlessly, just as another neutral force. And what about possessions? Can I see how nonsensical it is to attach a notion of ownership to something that will change its form soon, not only once, but over and over again? Can I abandon the idea of mine and realize that it's all ours? And it's not really ours, but that was just is?
let's go ahead and close our meditation today. We've just wondered about some of the implications of infinity. Before that, we considered how vast space is, and then the universe. Then we considered what was even beyond the universe. We found the infinite Tao, occupying all of it. And then we considered that if there is the infinitely large, there must also be the infinitely small. And we realized that we're somewhere in there, always and never, right in the middle. Take a moment to come back to your body, wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, and remember that you're right here, right now. You can open your eyes now, and you can see that while things are still the same, they may seem a little different. That's wonderful, because you have just tapped into that inner resource that has revealed something of yourself to you. You have experienced the eternal Tao. Peace be upon you. As we close out this episode, I'll leave you with a final reading of verse 4 of the Tao Te Ching. The Tao is empty but inexhaustible, bottomless, the ancestor of it all. Within it, the sharp edges become smooth, the twisted knots loosen, the sun is softened by a cloud, the dust settles into place. It is hidden but always present. I do not know who gave birth to it. It seems to be the common ancestor of all. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.